Hello, and welcome to Yes, You Can with Virginia Phillips. I am Virginia Phillips, your entrepreneurial coach. If this is your first time listening to Yes, You Can, this is where entrepreneurs get inspired and get insider tips for success. We will have new episodes for you every week. Today, we have an amazing show for you, and I am thrilled you are here listening to us. And if you have not yet invited your friends, please do so, because what we are going to be delivering to you today is well worth your time and theirs. So let's get rolling. Today we are interviewing Miss Haley Gray out of the East Coast in the United States. She founded the Leadership Girl with radical notion that women can harness their unique power and skills to become effective leaders. She is the best-selling author of Leadership Girl and a graduate of Duke's School of Business with an MBA with a concentration in entrepreneurship and innovation. She has experience starting up a successful small businesses and growing them and then selling them. Because I think sometimes we forget, Haley, that we also want to get out of business at some point. So I'm grateful that she has that experience. Haley has worked with hundreds of small business owners since Leadership Girl was founded. She has a passion for helping their owners find ways to grow their businesses, acquire visibility, and transform them into the go-to expert in their industry while saving them significant amounts of money and I believe time. Haley is the founder of 60,000 plus strong women's entrepreneur network group on Facebook, which she successfully grew in only two years. This is recognized as one of the best, most engaging and helpful groups of this type on Facebook. Haley Lynn Gray, I am so privileged that you are here on our podcast to give our entrepreneurs some insight on leadership and marketing and anything else that you've come across with your years in business and especially that brilliant education you got at Duke University. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. This is an honor. Thank you. I want to get rolling right into a brief idea of why are you doing this out of the 80 million other things you could be doing, Haley? Because I chose to. I, and, and this is where my heart is and my passion is. I really saw a need when I was in corporate. And then again, when I was at Duke, I looked around and 10% of my class at Duke is women. And I'm like, holy cow, where are all the women? And you start reading books and you're like, wow, why are women not in leadership roles? Why are women not entrepreneurs? Why are women not making more money? And you look around and it's like, wow, they don't have the tools, the resources, the support, the network, and all of this stuff that mm -hmm. will actually help them do it. And I really do think that there is something behind the concept if you can't see it, you can't be it. It's really hard to be that first person who is stepping into leadership roles, who is, you know, getting the education, who is going out and becoming a trailblazer and busting through that glass ceiling. If you're not seeing other people doing it, then why would you put your neck out there and do it? There is so much to that in our world. People won't even begin to engage in conversation unless they see somebody else doing it. That's just, 
the the nature of our human being. Mm-hmm. I I love that you saw that need, but that still doesn't really give us the idea of all the work you've done to get where you're at today. So you have this idea, Haley, that more women need to be showing up in this world. But but you take the role. How did you decide that you were going to take the role and what did you do to make that happen? I kind of had that moment of, if not me, then who? And, you know, that's kind of an important thing. I think that, you know, we as women, we as leaders look around and say, well, you know, a lot of times it's really easy to say, not me, not now, it's not convenient, I don't feel like doing it. And I've had a few of these moments in my, t- in my life of saying, okay, if I'm not going to do it, then who will? And if I'm not willing to do it, then why should anybody else be willing to do it? And I look very much in the mirror at myself and I say, okay, are you, you know, looking at myself, living to the same standards that you would want other people to live to and to put themselves out there and to do things and to be amazing. And if I'm not doing it, then how can I ask other people to do it? So this is very much a reflection of me challenging myself to say, okay, then why are you not stepping out there and doing it? And I saw that need. I saw, I wanted my daughters to have that opportunity to have those opportunities to be encouraged to be challenged to step out there and be powerful and be strong i love that you are looking to be a role model for your children which i know personally that you do an amazing amazing job with that not only for them but you've become a role model and an inspiration for thousands and thousands of women. Congratulations to you for stepping into that role and doing such a phenomenal job with that. I know that there would be many, many hurdles that people would encounter and they would have given up. I know personally you had some really rough periods that I I don't want you to talk about here, but people need to know it was not a piece of cake for you. You had to work to get to where you are, which means You have built one of the largest, most successful, I believe, Facebook groups in Facebook today. Give us an idea of what the beginning days were like for you when you began to build this Facebook group. Sure, I started building this Facebook group because one of my business coaches is like, you know, if you go in and you build a Facebook group and you start working it, you know, you will build a multi-million dollar business over this amount of time. And I'm like, cool, great, jump in with both feet. And I started posting and posting and posting. And gosh, I got a few people in and they would just sit there and scroll by and they wouldn't comment and they wouldn't interact and they wouldn't react to anything. And it almost became a challenge to get people to actually interact with one another and to engage because if we're just scrolling, that's really just kind of wasted time in my opinion because you're not really doing anything if you're just scrolling on by. You're not interacting with anybody. You're not connecting with anybody. And to do business with people, people do business with those they know, like, and trust. So if you're just scrolling on by, there's no no like and trust factor here. Um, 
so I really started focusing on getting engagement and I definitely hit a wall after I had done a number of challenges and posting challenges and everything. And I'm like, okay, so why are people not responding? And I tried so many things and I really got to that point of fine. I'm frustrated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they'll respond to this one. And then I go, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream post and boom, I got 114 responses. Holy cow. And I was like, holy cow, where's everybody been? And so I played with it and I posted, you know, some serious questions and some not so serious questions. And I discovered that I had to mix up the questions I was asking and interacting with people and commenting back on their answers to encourage them to do more. And the more I did, the more I got. And it was really interesting. And a lot of people are like, why do you keep asking all of these stupid questions? Nobody really cares if the toilet paper goes over or under. And I'm like, yes, but people will engage with those types of questions which means that when I turn around and I ask the really hard questions about why do you think that girls are dropping out of STEM fields in middle school, I get some really well thought out, amazing detailed answers, you know, and points of view on why are girls dropping out of STEM fields in middle school, which if I'm not asking the questions about ice cream flavors, they'll never answer the more difficult questions and the more thought provoking questions. There is so much here I want to talk about, Haley, but the first question I have, can you please explain to the listeners what STEM fields is? STEM fields is science, technology, engineering, and math. And when I was in school 20 some odd years ago, 26% of my graduating class from NC State in computer science was women. By 2011, when I was recruiting students out of the engineering programs at NC State and out of a lot of these universities, I was really distressed to read 9% of those classes was women. That's not a good direction to be going. I mean, it is backwards. Mm -hmm. And, you know, understanding why girls are not pursuing these high paying, you know, technical jobs is just like interesting to me and understanding why are women not stepping into their power? Why are women not getting MBAs? Why was 10% of my class at Fuqua women? Only 10% out of, you know, my entire class. And I'm like, whoa. And if you look at, you know, MBA classes on the whole, it's still only up to about 23%. So how are women supposed to become CEOs, CFOs, you know, CMOs, if they're not getting the education, if they're not putting themselves out there to become those leaders? Those are all really, really good questions. And as much as I want to delve into those today, I want to get back to talking about how you started building this Facebook group. I know that there are so many entrepreneurs that now don't believe they can be successful unless they have a robust Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that that is true? No, I don't. Um, You know, Facebook groups are great. They are a phenomenal marketing tool. They can be a 
tremendous sales funnels for your business. But you have to understand that a Facebook group is a very loose association. People that join that Facebook group may or may not recognize the group owner as you know, the person who started the group as being somebody that they're actually following. So there can be this really weak um, link between somebody who is joining the group and somebody who actually owns and runs and administers the group. And it can be super frustrating for a lot of group owners because they're putting all of this work, effort, and energy into building a group and not necessarily seeing any reward for it unless they're really careful about how they're building that group. So we've seen a lot of entrepreneurs who are just flat out shutting down their Facebook groups because they're not generating the kind of leads and the kind of revenue that they were hoping for and that justifies the existence of the group. So, you know, it, is it really necessary to have a Facebook group? No. I mean, I have seen so many really successful businesses that don't have any kind of a Facebook group whatsoever. I know a number of very successful entrepreneurs who don't even have a social media presence. And it's about understanding the right combination of marketing activities for a particular business and getting it right for them so that they're not putting effort in directions that make absolutely zero sense for their business. And I thank you for giving us that insight, Haley, because I know some very successful entrepreneurs that have like a Facebook page, no website, mm -hmm. and no other media presence. They're, they're not going to newspapers, they're not going on TV, they're not on Twitter or any other the social media. Their Facebook page, not their group, but their page is driving all of their business. Mm -hmm. and, and you agree that that is possible. Absolutely. Anything is possible. And I mean, you really don't have to have a website to be a successful entrepreneur. You don't even have to have a Facebook page. You know, word of mouth referrals and effective networking can fill a small business. If you are good at, you know, face-to-face -face networking, you don't even have to have all of this social media stuff going on in your business. That can be a very viable way of building a business. There is no one right way to do this. And I think that's a very important point for startup entrepreneurs to understand. I continue to hear in the social media realm, I must start a Facebook group. I must do this. I must do that. And you're hearing it from the marketing expert who says, there's no must. Go do your own thing. Find out what works for you. And you might have to do what she's done and figure it out. So I want to get back to what Haley did to figuring out that Facebook group that has been a phenomenal lead generation tool for her. So Haley, when you're asking these questions, why do you think the questions like, what kind of ice cream do you like, prompted so many people to engage where they were maybe weeks and months and didn't say one peep? I think because it's low hanging fruit. People like to answer questions about themselves, especially when they're not terribly personal. Um, you know, people want to have this very professional appearance online and in public, 
and really not share who they are at the core and the foundation, which is actually kind of tricky because in order for people to really feel connected to you, they really want to know who you are as a person. So you have to reveal some of those details about who you are as a person nowadays. So there's this kind of this balance between people wanting to maintain a little bit of that anonymity and participate and play games and, oh, here's my link to my business, but I don't really want to share anything personal about myself. And then, you know, understanding that, yes, you really are going to have to share things that are personal about yourself and unique about yourself, whether it is your beliefs or your religious or your values or something that makes you uniquely you to attract your tribe. It's kind of funny how being vanilla doesn't do a very good job of doing that. But being vanilla and asking these types of questions does a beautiful job in starting to prompt engagement. I believe that one of, you said a lot of great things, first of all, Haley, but I believe one of the things that you discovered was there must be a level of safety mm-hmm. for people to engage. Yes. Do, do you agree that that's an important component? Yes, and I think that being able to engage safely from a safe distance um, is very important to people. They value that. And, you know, people may think that it's being ridiculous, but at the same time, you know, look at how many people will answer the question of, you know, toilet paper over or under. And, you know, you can see that. Okay, so they're happy to answer questions from a safe distance because it doesn't really require thought. It doesn't really require emotion. It doesn't require anything from them in their core of who they actually are. Yeah, and I am looking at the time, Haley. It is flying by. I want to get to talking about a couple of other things. First, I know there are some things that people do in social media, especially in Facebook groups, that drives professionals crazy. Mm -hmm. Can you give us some ideas as to what new startup entrepreneurs or maybe longtime entrepreneurs are doing that don't hit the mark correctly when they are engaging or trying to build their social media presence? Sure. And, you know, what's really interesting that you ask these questions, a lot of entrepreneurs are now finding their Facebook accounts in Facebook jail because they're not following the rules that Facebook is setting. And Facebook has this notion that people come onto social media to be social and to engage with one another, not necessarily to be sold to and, you know, be pushy. So when people kind of violate that norm, you start to see, you know, punishment on Facebook side and you start to see people who professionally maybe run a Facebook group getting really aggravated and frustrated and it's simple things that people are doing that are landing them in Facebook jail and also causing them to be booted out of different groups because you know it's just unbecoming behavior and and one example of this is adding people as friends out of a group and then immediately turning around and adding them to your Facebook group Mm. without asking them and Facebook has now gotten to the point where if you add too many people in a row to your Facebook group, it will actually 
block your account from adding anybody to a Facebook group for a while. It can be mm -hmm. 24 to 48 hours to permanently. Mm -hmm. You know, so you really have to be careful about adding people to a Facebook group. You cannot just take all of your friends and add them to a Facebook group. They're not going to appreciate it and you're going to annoy people. Like I get added to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Facebook groups and people think that they're maybe inviting me, but what happens is I'm added to that group and I have to go then find that group and go remove myself from it. And in my irritation at having to go find myself, remove myself from that group, I'm actually reporting the group owners for doing this because they're wasting my time. Mm -hmm. Enough people are actually reporting these groups that tremendous numbers of them are actually getting their groups shut down by Facebook because this is kind of antisocial, pushy behavior. And you're going, well, how do I get people into my group? Well, you engage with people. You send them a lovely little note that says, hey, you know, I'd really like to have you engage in my group. And send them a, a literal, like, message invitation. Oh, they didn't want to be in your group? Fine, then don't add them. You know, so that's, that's one thing where, you know, Facebook is penalizing people. The next one is people going into group after group after group after group and basically leaving little droppings everywhere. I'm sorry, it is not effective for you to go into 20 different groups and post your special of the day. People don't care what your special of the day is. You may manage to occasionally get lucky and hit something and find a sale, but you know, if you're making $1.50 off of paparazzi jewelry, and you're posting in 25 groups, I'm like, why are you using your time that way? Mm -hmm. You'd be better spent by building relationships with people, actually communicating with people, and then, you know, getting sales from there. But posting in a million different groups is not gonna do it. And Facebook is just going to penalize you for doing that, especially if you're posting the same thing in group after group after group. And they've started getting more and more and more draconian about how many different groups you can post in before they will shut you off. Wow. I hope that was brilliant information for some folks that are still trying to figure out social media. And I think that's all of us because social media changes, I think, every single day. I know Haley wants to talk about some of the changes happening in Facebook. Can you give us a couple of tidbits as to this big announcement that just happened in Facebook, for those that don't know, we are recording this in the middle of January, 2018. Right, and Facebook has just announced some quote unquote big changes. I actually don't think that they're very big at all. I think that they are deciding that, you know, Facebook is a place where they want people to come and hang out and be social. Mm -hmm. If your activities do not mesh with that goal, then you're not going to get seen. If your activities mm -hmm. do mesh with that goal, then you're going to get seen. If you're trying to drive traffic off of Facebook, um, i.e. driving traffic to a blog, then it's going to be much harder for you. But if you are focusing on engagement and getting people to actually interact and be part of the Facebook community, you're going to do beautifully. Wonderful. I have another important question to ask you, Haley which is what do you like most about all of the time you spend on social media? What are you gaining from doing this? What am I gaining from doing this? I'm gaining a couple of things. Obviously I'm gaining clients or I wouldn't be doing it. But the other thing that I have really gained is I have been able to broaden my networks and really make some amazing friends. 
and a support network unlike anything else. If I need somebody who does videos or somebody who does Facebook ads or somebody who does almost anything, I can throw it out there to the Facebook powers that be and I can pretty much find, you know, whatever that really random, crazy, amazing thing was that I was looking for. And how cool is that to be able to put my, you know, raise my hand and say, hey, I need a, you know, purple polka dotted, you know, singing blue finch. And somebody will be able to say, hey, here's how you find one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of my favorite things about social media has been the connections that I have made, not only in the United States, Mm -hmm. but around the world. I don't know how I would have met most of these people in my network that I consider great resources. I fully agree with you, Haley. I would love for you to give us a couple of tips in anything that I know you're an expert in, which typically revolves around leadership or marketing. So give us some idea what we can do better in those two realms. So the first thing that I, you know, would really encourage you, you know, you're going to see so much better engagement on all your social media platforms is focus on engagement. What does your ideal client want to see? What do they want to engage with on social media? If you can start from there, And your ideal client is not anybody who's the ages of 20 to 90 who has skin. Find one ideal client, understand who that is, and focus your message on that person and on engaging with that person. You will do amazing things. Um, Other people will follow. You won't be able to beat them off with a stick. Um, You know, it's just, it's about engagement. And if you can engage, your business will, will just power away. And then... You know, the other thing I have to say is do what you say you're going to do. Even if it's painful, inconvenient, awkward, difficult, do the right thing by your clients and your customers and they will be fans for life. Those are two phenomenal tips, Miss Gray. I can't thank you enough for spending time with us. I think this has been packed full of incredible information for many startup entrepreneurs I know and many that I don't know. But I want to give you some time to to talk about a little bit more about what it is you do. One of the things that I really like about what you do, and I want to be sure our folks know you do this and can chime in, is you get on Facebook Live and educate folks about these sort of things every single day, correct? I do close to every single day, yes. When my voice is cooperating, I'm on Facebook as often as I can get on. So I have a huge education mission as part of my business. Um, And, you know, outreach, just to reach out to the world and say, hey, here's what's going on. So if somebody wants to see those Facebook Lives, how do they do that? They can either find them in the Women's Entrepreneur Network on Facebook, or they can actually find them on my business page, Leadership Girl. Wonderful. The other two things that are are core to your business is you do some events every year. Mm -hmm. I believe in 2018, you have this incredible online virtual summit that's coming up in March. Can you give us a little idea what that is? The summit that's coming up in March is the Alchemy of Successful Online Marketing. And 
in that summit, we're going to have a range of speakers. Right now we have over 50 speakers lined up and we're going to be talking about a range of different topics that specifically pertain to marketing in the online world, whether it's Facebook ads, um, you know, your messaging, your branding, search engine optimization, sales copy. We're going to be talking about marketing in the digital marketing space in the social media online world only. We're not going to be talking about print. We're not going to be talking about, you know, other forms of ad of marketing and advertising. We're really going to be focusing in that online successful business and building sales funnels and a lot of that stuff that you have to do if you're going to be in the online space. Absolutely. You also do an in-person leadership. I think you call it a summit. And that typically takes place in the fall of the year on the East Coast. Can you give us some idea what that event is? That is the Leadership Girl Live Summit, and it's actually linked off of my website. It's The website is live.leadershipgirl.com. And it is September 26th and 27th of this year. We're waiting for confirmation from the venue. We can only reserve it six months out, uh, but we're pretty confident that if we show up on the day six months before that we're going to get the venue that we're looking for. And that is an in-person summit and we're focusing on leadership this year. The topic is leadership and what does that mean? So it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I can't wait for either one of them to come. You are always a huge resource for me. I am thrilled that I get to introduce you to my podcast network and I want them to create a space for you to be a resource in their network, connect with you on your live.leadership.com, in your Facebook group, and of course, with your events. Miss Haley Lynn Gray, thank you for doing what most would not, stepping up to be that leadership you did not see and emulating that for thousands and thousands of women and helping us up our game every single day. Thank you. This has been an honor. Thank you very much. It is that time where I say I hope you've enjoyed today's interview and you learned how to move your business forward with insider tips and inspiration. For full show notes and links to the episode, as well as our social media links, can be found at aoeenow.com slash podcast. As always, the best part about the show is you. If you like the show, take five minutes to download, subscribe, and review it. And of course, invite your friends to tune in next week for another powerhouse guest. It is time for you all to go have your most profitable week. And for me to say bye for now. Join us next week for more inspiration and insider tips.